No, the universe. The universe makes you recharge. Your your the universe just lets okay, you. Okay, I'm having a, a technical difficulty. It's okay. Okay. So sometimes you don't see eye to eye with your partner, and so literally it becomes instant karma. How's it, friends? And welcome back to another episode of Adam and the Bee. We're going to be talking about growth today. How are you feeling? I'm actually feeling kind of tired. Tired? I'm feeling. Were we talking about? We're talking about growth. Growth. But feeling tired. We should probably talk about something else too, right? Like maybe recharging. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with this. You were like, maybe we should talk about something else. Before we, we, we tired. We... I'm feeling tired. Are you feeling tired? <laughs> So for for the record, I actually do feel super tired today. Like I I feel like it's been a crazy week. I mean we've we've been super busy, and as you know, uh, life stops for nobody, right? So we've been pushing. And if you're wondering why we are maxed out with our stone tongue shirts, it's because we are going to see the Rolling Stones in concert. Oh snap! When when are we going on next Sunday? This is not our first time that we've seen them live before, but yeah. very excited to see them again. Super excited. So Rolling Stones obviously has a, a role in your family. And uh, that's like the go-to music. This is our jam. Group. Yeah, this, this is, is the jam. This is, this is our jam right here. The real question is who doesn't like the Stones, though? That is a great question. First off, Comment if below you don't, if you like the Stones. And if you don't like the Stones, why you would not like one of the greatest rock, rock and bands roll bands of all time. Of all time. And it, as Mean Girl would say on the movie, concert with us. <laughs> Oh no! I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I say let's rock and roll with episode six. Hey, stole my line. Let's rock. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> let's rock and roll. I don't know why I said it like that, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've got to say something about the Stones. Is just the amount of of energy they put into their career. Like it's 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 incredible. I mean, how, how many years? What is it? Is that fifty? I mean, at this point, it's like... I'm not going to lie. I just wanted to stare at your chest. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's I was going to say, at this I'm, point... I'm her partner, so I, I can say that right You now. are? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that, like, as a question? No, I just... You were like, I'm her partner, and I just assumed everyone who was listening or watching knows us, so... Well, not everybody's staring at your chest, so... It's 50. <laughs> They're probably That's staring at your chest. That's what it says. It says 50 in the tongue. Exactly. There you go. 50 in the top. But I was going to say, no, I think the Stones, I mean, I don't even think they have a year put on this. They're going to be like a, a unicorn that just doesn't doesn't leave Earth. They're just going to be around. Even if they're not here, they're just going to live on, forever live on. What, what's crazy, though, is, is going to the, the first and the only performance I've been to, I think it was 2020, 2019. 2021. It was 2019. <laughs> and Mick Jagger has an energy in his 70s that like nobody can replicate like I, i've got to be honest like he's one of a kind where i probably did like four bathroom breaks don't get it wrong i was drinking but uh i probably did a bunch of bathroom breaks along you were the drinking way. liquid like water of course you gotta hydrate exactly that's what i thought again episode as, brought to you by water as yes. most people who go to a rolling stones concert they just drink water yeah and and the funny thing is is he 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 would rock for like two hours straight so kudos to the endurance that energy does not does not die down. So speaking of energy, we were going to talk about recharging this week, right? So that that comes down to like 
for me personally right now, I can honestly say I'm super tired because we've put a lot of, of work think, in this week. To be fair, we were having a debate before this podcast. We were trying to figure out if we wanted to talk about recharging or development. So we're going to have like a mini debate on the podcast because we couldn't decide and we both were not seeing eye to eye. And we thought, okay, well, let's not just like pretend like we saw eye to eye on a topic. We were like, let's battle it out with a debate. So we're going to battle it out with a debate. But I will say we did compromise, which is a foundation that we talked about in a previous podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, myself. so I'm going to be a for real debate, but we just we have different viewpoints on the topic that we're going to talk about. Okay, so let's talk about recharging and what it means to you. Are we talking about this on the personal? Yes. Uh, okay, so we'll go personal and then we can talk about how that works in the music as well. So I don't really know how to to lead off with it. I'm just going to talk about what what I think about recharging and yeah. how important it is. Yeah, I really want to know, like, what does it mean to you? How how are you using it? What are areas that you feel like you can improve upon? Just 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 open up Pandora's box here. Let's do it. So Binks's box. Binks's box. So oh, Binks's box. That's not open for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. We're going to talk about recharge. And for me, it's important because I don't recharge. That's one thing I deprive myself of. <laughs> you found that funny guy? <laughs> you were like, I was like, I don't recharge. You were like, no. No, the universe, the universe makes you recharge. You're, you're, the universe just lets okay, you. Okay, I'm having a, a technical difficulty. It's okay. Okay. So sometimes you don't see eye to eye with your partner. And so literally it becomes instant karma. So that's what we're having in this episode. <laughs> Is a karmic moment. Technical eyelash the, difficulty. The, the, the cosmos came out and was like, hey, so you don't see eye to eye about this uh, about this recharge development <laughs> discussion. Let's go ahead and just put a little something in the eye. Oh my God. <laughs> this podcast has been so gross. If you think it's been gross, <laughs> don't comment below, but rate it five stars. Yes. Comment, subscribe. Don't comment, subscribe. <laughs> Um, so we were, I don't even know what we we're talking about because we're talking about recharging and you were going to discuss why recharging is beneficial. Is you were saying that I look normal. That you look great. Because it feels like it's stuck together. It's all in your head. Oh, okay. It's kind of like life. It's all in your head. I, I, I had like a, not an just your head. All of us have that same issue of things being in our head. But you, you look great. <laughs> okay. So what were we talking about? So we were talking about recharging and you were saying how you don't recharge. I don't recharge. And that is all I have to say. Wow, and, that was a great, uh, great summary. That that might have been the shortest <laughs> recap that you've ever ever given. Okay, that's so when if, you know I'm tired. So let's let's dive deeper into this. Then, if you were to recharge, what would it look like? And what is your current recharge like? If I can honestly just throw it out to the people, you work yourself to a point where you work so hard. And I think the word we're looking a, for is work yourself silly. Yeah. So. That crash is almost like that feeling that a coffee drinker would have at like two or three o'clock where like energetic, 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 boom. No, right? it's more like. But it comes back together, of course. <laughs> so the reality is, is like you have those moments where you work so hard, work through the breaks, work through the. Whatever. And I don't know how tired I am because I love what I do. So I just keep going, going, keep going, keep going. And then. You know. So I would equate this to. The difference between a sprinter and a marathon runner. Mm -hmm. The two are different. If mm -hmm. you look at their builds, the way that they train, it's completely different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I said this to a friend of mine as well, is that you and I are, are honestly sprinters. So 
a sprinter to me is somebody that works super hard, goes super hard, All and, in. and then crashes, and right? It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or not necessarily crash, but like in a small burst, you can get a lot done. And but then, think about it, you're more tired when you're sprinting because you're giving everything that you have you're giving all that you have in the quickest amount of time you're exhausted at the end of that yeah versus a marathon runner has got good breath control good control good balance correct but each one works for its different purposes i think we talked about this in the past so we we won't go too far into it but either way the whole concept is is for us is finding that balance of like when to run and when to sprint and for recharging like what do you feel like you're doing now that that's helping you to recharge more well, I think when you do recharge, when yes. I do recharge, I, I forget to recharge. I think I'm the kind of person that forgets to take breaks. And I've learned from a lot of books that I've read that successful people take breaks. And I think that's something I, I need to work on. And um, I didn't know that taking breaks was something a successful person did. I thought successful people work themselves silly, work themselves so hard and didn't care about their mental health. Just went with it and and I started to realize I was like oh taking a break is an art form to learn to take a break learn to be yeah easy on yourself and take time to not and when I say recharge recharge can come in so many different ways you can recharge by sleeping you can recharge by alone time you can recharge by watching your favorite movie or reading your favorite book or hanging out with friends and taking time away or getting out the house, going on a walk, exercising. Recharging comes in so many different forms. And what I've noticed is, well, I'm not the best sleeper. Mm-hmm. So I need I need a good amount of sleep to recharge. But also alone time is really important to to recharge yourself because I think no matter how social or extroverted you are, Every person needs that time to themselves. I need yeah. time to reflect. So how would you say you, how would you need to recharge and what 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 works best for you with recharging yourself? Yeah, for, first off, I want to say kudos because you you do recognize that there's a value to, to the whole process of recharging. and Might not have it handled forms. yet, but it's a work in progress. But every day you're working W-I-P. towards that, that moment. But to me, and this is why I would battle you on that, is recharging is, in my opinion, of course, a reactive approach in more ways than one that's that's the end result that comes from overworking yourself so the the root cause of it is not not working to that point of exhaustion taking the breaks all those things that you talked about getting the adequate amount of sleep that will prevent so in some ways we're talking about the same thing but the general idea is if you catch it on the front end you won't have that back end experience and so for what I saw this week which is crazy I was running and and I've been running to different places. Like I ran a Rodeo Drive the other day and back, which is it's not and far. And you've been from pushing yourself live, really hard. You've been running really far. Running far uh, every single day. No days off. Not taking a lot of days off, and I overdid it. So day two, I was running a long run, and I'm like, you is know what? Still hurting? Is it fine? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I've, I pulled like I feel like two ham. If I had four hamstrings, they'd all be pulled. Like it's. <laughs> It's terrible. So I I ran up Sunset and I was feeling good. I was feeling great. And I got up Sunset and there's this like huge incline on the the last part as you go from Santa Monica Mm -hmm. Boulevard up to Sunset. And whatever happened, like it it was not good. So I ran back down and then I started kind of like feeling this little pressure in my, what felt like my knee. And then the bottom line is, is I overdid it. 
And a big part of it to me is having the right development. Had I stretched more that day, had I listened to my body on the front end of it, the environment that we put ourselves in when we're going out to perform, that's what's more important to me. So making sure that I'm stretching, make sure that I'm getting adequate hydration. I mean, who knows? It could have been hydration. So all these other elements lead into not needing to recharge. And now I had to take three days off to be able to come back to my routine. Because it was pushed too hard versus if it was, if you took maybe a little bit more time off or didn't run too fast or too far each day. You know, you never know, but it's just important to have that, that uh, like you said, development. And I say the recharge of resting, taking a day off. Yeah, the, the reality is if, if you work, if you work out and you can handle the weight, well, guess what? It's not going to be a big deal. But if you don't work out and you try to overdo it, of course, you're going to ultimately hurt yourself. So some tips that I've learned on how to take breaks effectively. I would love to know if you have any tips for us because I obviously need them. Any tips on how you are you very scheduled with your breaks or do you just naturally when you feel your body needing a break, do you take that break? Uh, so some tips that I've learned is uh, it, every every hour you should take a five minute break. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically I saw something where if you you work for 55 minutes, you take a five minute break. And somebody gave me this tip. I might have even mentioned it in a previous podcast was to to clean or do something. So I have like a, a list of things that I like to do in between uh, working to have like a break. So things that I enjoy doing, like, I mean, I don't particularly enjoy cleaning, but if the house is a little bit of a mess, you take five minutes, you break from the screen that you're looking at because we're in the studio a lot. So we're always looking at screens, we're on our phones. You take a five minute break, you, you clean an area. You don't go to the whole house. You just clean a little area in the five minutes, you go back to your work. And also in those periods, I like to journal or maybe do a little yoga stretch or breathing exercise, just just little things that remind you to not be like hunched over on your laptop and just yeah. kind of take yourself, step back from being so far into your, your issues that you or whatever it is you're dealing with or your work. Yeah. So taking those little five minute breaks are very helpful and it actually improved my concentration. I actually took my took a challenge one day did the little five-minute breaks, and at the end of the day, my energy was from here to here. So your energy went from here to here. So my energy was so much better, and I concentrated better, and I I was ready to work into the evening versus usually by the end of the day at like 5 p.m. I'm already maxed out, it feels like, because I've been working so hard and didn't take any breaks during the day. Well, the other element of this is there are certain tasks that you do by yourself, certain tasks that you do with other people, certain collaborations that you're doing. Each one of those requires a different amount of energy. So the how how do you utilize your, your circle of uh, friends to recharge and things of that sort as well? Because in more ways than one, if we just do do our internal process, it's only going to be, uh, it's it's a bit limiting. Like for me, speaking to my friends, I've got a lot of friends out of state. And having that touch point with them is is everything or making time to see friends like we're both guilty of overworking to a point where some of our local friends have gotten neglected along the way. So we love you. But at the end of the day, we've been putting in the work, but we will come see you soon because now that COVID is kind of leveled off a little bit. We right. Keep, keep moving. Yes, so. exactly. And um, 
I was actually going to say. I'm thinking about one specific person where I'm like, I need to go see you, man. Like it's up in Sherman Oaks. And Give him a if, little text. If, if, yeah, I, I will. If you live in Los Angeles, there's this this joke where like the, the Hollywood Hills like separates the, the valley. And so if you have any friends in the valley, like you. Well, you become so set in your, your ways friends. in LA. <laughs> it's terrible. You just like once you're you in though, your man. area, you just don't leave your area. It's like in New York, you just, if you, if when I was living in New York, if, if I had to go somewhere that was 30 minutes away, I'd be like, oh that's perfect 30 minutes away what a what a perfect amount of time like 30 minutes to myself on the subway write a song do whatever and now in LA it's like something's 30 minutes away I'm like oh my gosh like who has time to go 30 minutes away it's just crazy it's all relative but to be fair though the the 30 minute rule doesn't always apply you talked about the comedian that did this where Mm. like you had a show recently where it was it was might have been 40 or 50 miles yeah, it was about an hour away, 55 minutes without traffic. But with traffic, two hours. No, it was like two and hours change. and 20 minutes. Yeah. It was insanity. So, so yeah. So it's, it's, it's the LA. The struggle is real out here. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no snow. There's no rain. There's no. Just a lot of no, cars. Nothing negative except for traffic. Just the cars. And I was going to say, you know, what's really underrated is laughter. You know, that like cliche saying where everyone's like, oh, laughter is the best medicine. But That's true. it literally is a medicine because it's like, what do you do if you get a headache? You take an Advil, you take a pill. Uh, what do you do if you, you're hungry? You're going to eat food. Like, it's just as simple as that. And laughter, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling like your your mental health is not 100%, when you're feeling like you need a break, when you pick up the phone and you call a friend and you can find a way to laugh and chit chat and I'm curious is is there what, what do you think makes that that relationship with your friends like the laughter come out more than anything is it just the rapport that you guys have or or knowing each other so well and life becomes funnier I, I feel the same way with my friends well I think that's oh my my friends my, I think that's the the beautiful thing about friends is that when you when you think of friends you think of laughter you think of happiness you think of light you think of it depends. I got a couple of friends I just had, had to lose along the way. And well, they're obviously not your <laughs> friends anymore. But I mean, generally, when you talk to a friend, it's like it's kind of like a safe space where you can both vent or get things out. But you 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 find the humor in it more so than feeling the heaviness of it. Like that's I think such a beautiful, like hidden thing about a friendship is friends know how to keep things lighthearted for the other person. Yeah, not not taking life too seriously and and giving context to whatever situation. Like more often than not, we're staring at the the tree and not the the forest that's past it, right? So the friends in our lives become the ones that say, "Hey, there's this beautiful forest, like run and flourish." Totally. So let us know in the comments below about your friends and how you recharge. Oh, I was just let us know who your friends are, so <laughs> we can be friends, friends with them. <laughs> It's just make it, let's make it easy. If you have friends, comment down below. In my defense, this room is so hot. I feel like I'm in a desert. Let's get real. I'm like, I'm ready to take a nap. I am so exhausted being in this room. I don't even know how you're not complaining about how hot it is. So I've just I've lost what? all concentration. I'm sorry, I can't hear because my hearing's gone. <laughs> Why is your hearing gone? It's too hot. <laughs> okay, that sounded better in my head. That, that's how hot it is. Oh my gosh. So I was going to say, let us know in the comments below how you recharge yes. and what your friends do, if there's anything specific that they do to make you feel better. 
Yeah, for, for the record, we have no idea what we're doing in terms of like in life. And that that's... that's <laughs> we are lost. We're lost. We are just here to talk about how lost we are. <laughs> yeah, no. On a serious token though, like there's something called a tabla rasa, which is a clean Tabla Tablerone is what you're looking for. <laughs> I like those too. <laughs> Man, those are my favorite. So the tabla rasa is a clean slate. And so when you, when you strip yourself of whatever identity or, or what you know, it opens up the path for learning that much more. So when I say we don't know anything, what we want is the people's feedback to, to learn how to be a better person, a better artist, a better friend, uh, a better partner. Hey, hey, right? right? Right. So that's why this feedback is valuable. But with that said, that comes in another topic, which is really growing together. So we can talk about that in a music context. It, it can translate to um, our relationship as well. But what, what does growing together mean for you? Growing together is this, this is so interesting because I think, I mean, I don't have it all figured out. We're three years in, we're figuring it out as we go, but we actually ran into a couple at one of my shows and we, we absolutely fell in love with them and they had been together for how many years? Was it 30? They, they, I think was, 28, 28 years married and then 35 Wow, or some, somewhere in the thirties. Well, married, they just, or total. Okay, right. So they they were together for a long time, but they had such a zest for each other. And it's so fascinating because we were kind of digging to figure out like what was their secret sauce on how they've kept things for themselves like so alive and it seems like they've grown together. Yeah. And their tips that they were sharing were similar to the things that we shared in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go too much into it, but I think if you're open-minded to growing, I think and I could be wrong and you can you can disagree with me on this, but this is just my opinion. I just feel like when you're set in your ways, it's not really gonna bode well for a relationship. Yeah. Because and maybe for yourself as well, because if there's no room to grow, finding a human or a partner that's just gonna slot into your life and just work the way you work. I don't think the chances of that Agreed. happening is is really going to happen. You can find so many people on earth that you might connect well with or bring out the best in you. But at the end of the day, uh, you need to be able to have some wiggle room and learn the other person. And if you're going to change something, and it's not to say you have to change yourself, right? You don't have to change anything. There's no way, no nothing that says you need to change yourself for someone, be a different person, but there's little things that you give and take and you compromise on and vice versa. Yeah. So they talked about being their best friend. And to me, a part of that is accepting somebody and yes, accepting them fully for who they are. Yeah. And, and that can be challenging, especially in the early stages of a relationship, finding an awareness of who the person actually is, what they represent, being at peace with it. Like I'm, I'm not an OCD clean person, but at the same time, I'm not the most messy person, but like I feel accepted with the level of organization that I have. And when you say something to me about, Hey, let's get back to that reset the room <laughs> approach. He came up with this cool idea. Oh, the battery is about to die. So we're going to hold off on this thought. Okay. So I was just talking about resetting the room. He came up with this cool idea of resetting the room. So if you ever make a mess, you come back, reset the room exactly how it was. And that can help solve a lot of arguments. 
Well, the, the idea is when you walk away from a room, leaving it the same way when you entered it. And so it always stays in that same condition. And you were saying you felt accepted for who you were because we were talking about accepting people fully for who they are and yeah, growing be- together. Yeah, because they, they call me the hurricane in the kitchen because... Who, who's, the, who's they? Uh, you and me. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's just us two. <laughs> uh, but I am I am a mess. Like there will be mango on the floor. There will be like a grape let sitting me tell you the stovetop piece of chicken with barbecue sauce off to the side like it's you could serve a meal off of your feet from our kitchen and i'm like one of one of my pet peeves is things being on your feet in the kitchen like that is like one of my things like i love when you walk into a kitchen and no crummies stick to your feet i sound like monica from friends where she's like no crummies (laughs) so so yeah so what i can appreciate about growing together with you is you know i make the mess you clean it up and the problem is solved problem solved that's all you do just balance actually i think i i I don't clean anymore i think because he is so messy that i just gave up on it i was like I got this and I was like always cleaning up, picking up afterwards. And then I was like, I can't do it anymore. I was like, you I'm maxed out. You underestimated how dirty I could make. The thing is, he's he's making, <laughs> no, you're making it sound like you're super dirty, but you're really not. You're actually one of the cleanest males I have ever come across. His bathroom is pristine. Like if when I say pristine, I mean pristine. Like he does not have hair sitting in the drain and like nasty man things going on in there it's just it's pretty clean for the most part he's just in the kitchen though it's it's hilarious because normally a guy you you know when you're living with a guy it's always in the bathroom luckily we have two bathrooms so keep mine some semi-clean i mean we we share all the bathrooms but yeah he uh he's very clean in the bathroom but in the kitchen yo let me tell you Keep your bathroom clean and your kitchen dirty. That's that's the advice for episode six here. But anyway, growing together, we we digress. We digress. Uh, growing together. So I think it's really important to grow because there's a lot of things that I naturally uh, didn't do when I first met Adam. And now that I've been with him, there's a lot of things that I've had to to learn to to be a little bit more flexible with. Yeah. Well, first, kudos, because I feel like you accepted me for who I am. And, and same for you. You've accepted me as well, fully. Yeah, so that's a big part of it. And then also being aware of ourselves enough to know that there's more growth that comes along the way. And you've embraced every change that I've made in my life since we've been been together. So I, I would say kudos for embracing that piece as likewise, well. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's 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 not the best. Like, Sometimes you really want to go to bed at the same time. And sometimes I just want a gory shoot 'em up he zombie action movie that's just not And that's where we're different. Tea. That's where we're different as well. Like I don't like action movies or gory movies. I I mean I love a good sci-fi. I love a good fantasy, yeah. comedy. Well, comedy is my go-to. If I ever I, I'm always in the mood for comedy. So whenever someone's like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, I want to watch something that's gonna make me laugh. I enjoy laughing. So I enjoy watching funny things or something that's romantic. I'm a hopeless romantic. So I absolutely love was that Siri? Oh, I thought Siri, no, I thought I was, Siri interrupted. I was honestly checking the time. Oh, right. Save people. I was like, Siri can never leave me alone with him. She's always just butting into the conversation. She's like, yes, Adam. And Alexa, too. She's always got her ears open for Adam. Sometimes it gets serious. 
I just wanted to plug that in there. <laughs> so let's let's talk about growth in a different way. Let's let's pull out our, our card of the week and, and ask our, our special question. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to. How's that sound? Yeah. So have you ever, man, this is a deep one. Have you ever felt like a complete and utter failure? I was going to joke and finish the sentence for you and be like, a complete failure. And then you literally said that. Do you want me to go first on this one? or, or... Yeah, take it away. But we got to be brief because we're. Yeah, yeah, all good. So for me, I, I, I've mentioned this in the past is, is I played the piano five, six days a week maybe four, depending on the week. <laughs> and you have to suck along the way just to get better every single time. So I actually am a failure every single day in some way, shape, or form. But don't, I wouldn't say it like that. No. no okay. Let's, let's bigger context here, though. You've felt like it, but I wouldn't say that you, you shouldn't maybe not say okay. I've, I am a failure. You're a I mean, words person, so complete and utter failure yes, I take it very no serious. but there's definitely there's definitely one part of my mind that's like well you feel you 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 really need to get this you really need to get this and then the moment i turn that switch off and i go you know what let me just focus on the process yeah so we've talked about that so when i focus on the process you win just by changing your perspective totally. so i think that instead of if you're becoming a failure it's because your vision or your sight is very limited in its concept versus Taking that step back and going, no, I'm in a path of growth. It's not failure. It's growth. Because we become so impatient. We just think we've got to know it. It's like trying to learn a language in a day. It's not going to It's not gonna happen. Yeah, like a, a lot of it, like the music theory and whatnot, like we talked about, like you learn something or, or even the mixing techniques. You learn something and then you have to relearn it and then you have to apply it and then you have to find other techniques around it. So in more ways than one, it's just, it's you know, repetition is the father of learning. So. Absolutely. Have you ever felt like a complete and utter failure? This is the positivity podcast, by the way. So welcome. <laughs> if you're, but just we're not also authentic us. and we're real and we share both sides of the Absolutely. story. So, uh, yeah, I've, I, I've, I've mentioned it in previous podcasts where I just I work myself a lot in a day, and I can often at the end of the day feel like a failure because yeah. I don't feel like I'm a, I'm getting through all the tasks that I need to. So, what I need to do to correct that, and this is where I'm going to challenge you guys as well, is to change uh, it to a how can I fix it, right? So how can I stop myself from feeling like a failure at the end of the day? I can not place my value or my result on the amount of tasks that I get done in a day. And that's subconsciously what I'm doing. So I could replace that with if I finish two tasks today, I'm a success. Because then when I do two tasks, I'll feel like a success and everything else is a bonus. So what you're saying is make the make the success threshold so low that yeah, you start. Yeah, so su- low because. You're already succeeding. You're succeeding by waking up and breathing. like. And that that's a win, right? It's like, a win. If, like, when you actually come to consciousness, you, that's, you, that's a success. That's yeah, a, and if you think that's not important, try it. Try try I, not breathing and see how long you can go without it and see how important Oh, no, it please is. don't try that. <laughs> please don't try that. Time out. <laughs> but let us know in the comments below uh, the, what's the word, the uh, solution to feeling like a failure. So if you feel like a failure in a certain area of your life, let us know the solution to that in the comments below because it might help somebody else who's reading the comments. Yeah, so... One thing I will say is if you make it a time-based achievement, because in more ways, you all you have is time. So if you say, I'm going to do an hour of this, or I'm going to do 30 minutes of this. Yes. Not getting the end result 
but the amount of time. So that, that's a big one. And the second thing is, and this is really important for everybody, all you need to do is just go to the music because the music gives you the answer. So sometimes you just got to quote a lyric from a really good song. Or and do a mantra. Before we could do that, um, <laughs> all I do is win, 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 no matter what. What, what, what? Right? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. See what I'm saying? So that's all you got to do is just sing a happy song. Like play a cheesy 80s song and tell me that you can't. Like like that will take you out of your terrible mood. No matter what, what, what. Anyway. Anyway. On to the Golden Chalice. I was trying to remember who that was. What song that was? It's a Khaled song. We're going to get copyright infringement if we keep singing it though. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Okay, you do this because I did the last ones. Oh, no, no. No, I meant you hold it. Oh, I hold it. Okay, let's do this. Oh, wait. Did you pick it last time? I did pick it last time. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, I'll pick it. Okay, so we love our little mantras, or I especially love them. And this is where my hoarder of words comes in handy because I'm a. He he tells me I'm a digital hoarder, but I think everyone is. It's bad. So I collect the little mantras because it's nice to just kind of pull them out, and sometimes, almost no, always they speak to me, and they're just what I need to hear in that moment. So, word. Here we go. (laughs) I got that. It's hilarious. He's very funny. Okay, so without Laughter. gratitude, there is no prosperity. Mm. Gratitude has a huge role in everybody's life. Without gratitude. What are you grateful for? Have an attitude of gratitude. I feel like we Mic talk, drop. We, we're talking about the same things. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Next time. Well, let's get to the rap battle and we'll wrap this thing rap, up. That's the rap battle and I just did the mic drop, so it was perfect. Awesome. And we're The sound to... effect was intentional. Okay. Oh, that was. It was, wasn't it? Okay, so this week I'm going to choose the word since last yes. week you chose it. Yes. And this is my favorite part of the episode. We're going to talk about plants. Plants? <laughs> this is going to be fun because… I don't want to do plants. <laughs> because plants we pronounce plants? the word differently. I'm going to go with plants. We're going to be rhyming it completely differently. Okay, Plants. Plants. Right. Plants. So, but I won't um, say it like that. Because when I sing, my accent changes for some reason. Uh, okay, so plants, but plants. <laughs> water the seed. Life is like a plant. But don't forget to leave the house without your pants. <laughs> and if you did, I'd want to see you on the street and take a chance. No matter how small, you could be as strong as an ant. If I'm getting royalties, I want it in advance. I'd, if I were a man, then I'd be the man. It's a Taylor Swift lyric. Are we still rhyming now? I think we're oh, on like two I different just, rhyme schemes. Oh, maybe I just completely checked out. We'll keep going. <laughs> Am I running with man or or? Isn't chance? man like plant? I'd be the man. Does that qualify? That doesn't qualify. Let us know in the comments below. But let's keep going. Let's just do one or two okay, more. Okay. Uh, what, what was the word? Man, hand, plan? Yeah, I've got I've got one. You, you, you go. I don't know the lead singer of my band. Baby, I'm your biggest fan. And. I was going to make a comment about Stan. But I don't really know. Baby, you hot. I hit you like a frying pan. Oh, okay. That's like I took that completely. That's, a, that's completely. I took that completely the that's wrong an way. Old reference to like, uh, what what was that show? You probably don't even know what that show is. Baby, um, 
quick like Jackie Chan. <laughs> and I'm obsessed like Stan. Eminem reference. Two Eminem no, references. No, that's the Eminem reference I, I was making when I said I wanted to do the Stan thing and I couldn't think. Did of... you say Stan? I did, but I could. I didn't get it out. So. All right. If you're a fan of Eminem or Binks or Maida Adams, Maida Adams, make sure to like, subscribe, comment, and rate this podcast five stars, whether you liked it or not. And don't just rate or share with your friends, peeps. So I am <laughs> Adam, aka Maida Adams, M A D A A T O M S. You can find me on every streaming service. And this is the wonderful, fabulous. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Fantabulous. B I N X official on all my socials and B I N X on streaming platforms. Don't forget to follow us at Adam and the B. Thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. You really are. I was talking about myself. I was too. I'm looking at myself in the camera. <laughs> I just. That's call- the weird part about the podcast, and, and to, unless it was like a live audience. Yeah. Well, anyway, you are fantastic. Until next time, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Good thing, don't